Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here! That's right! Let's back this Bula. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go wild. Let's man. go, baby. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Les Talk Podcast. It's our first little episode that we're running through, kind of a pilot episode to get things going. But yeah, welcome to the Les Talk Podcast. L-E-S, it's in Lavelle Lavelle Stadium. Stadium. Big BYU podcast, you'll see. But on this podcast, you need to know something. We take sports way, and I mean way too seriously. And here's the thing. We believe that that's the way it should be. It's the only way to do it. I mean, what are sports there for, right? They're for getting angry. Mm-hmm. Getting into brawls in stadiums? Well, yeah. maybe not, but I, <laughs> you know. verbal altercation. Yes, only we verbal. condone those. Not, not, not fist fights. <laughs> and uh, depending on how they go, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the, what is fall if you're not just constantly stressed out every Saturday, and then you're just sweating every weekday until you get to Saturday? I know, like this. This is the best time of the year, right? This is like we we've been feeling so anxious, you know. We're, we're huge football fans here. Massive. Massive. Like, that's that's a, one sport that we love, love, love following. And, you know, week zero is coming up. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. You know, we're, we're recording this on Friday. So, you know, the, all, the, all the waiting, all the anxiety, all of, like the <laughs> please just give me football Especially is finally going to come out. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> this summer, you know, with COVID going on and everything. It's our first year of fans back in the stands, oh my gosh, of like real wait. football, you know, man, it's it's about time, bro. It's about time. <laughs> anyway, so I'm Jared. I'm Justin. When we have a, a third crew member who is currently, other activities have him uh, tied down. Yes, right he's now. currently on a boat. I think. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's on his honeymoon. So, congratulations to Dan. He just got married. So, yeah. we're very happy for him. Uh, yeah, you know, a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm just, you know, your average washed up, uh, peaked in high school athlete that thought he was going to go professional, but never even came close. So, you know, I consider myself an expert on sports just because I have that high school experience, you know, athlete of the year. Just, just saying, just saying. Yeah. I have my, my school with a graduating class of 90 people. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, consider myself a little more expert than Justin because I didn't play any sports in high school. Mm. Well, I played lacrosse. Uh, you can ask. You lacrosse know, is a sport. People will count it. Some people won't. Our East Coast listeners, a ton of them, they so much. will fight you if you tell them lacrosse isn't a sport. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I am from Provo. Oh, we're at the huge BYU podcast. Absolutely. We are the biggest BYU fans ever. We bleed royal blue. Royal blue, not navy. Note. Not navy. You will hear this a lot. Except the all navies this year with the navy helmet. I, are they passable? They're passable, yeah. But you know, we'll get into our uniform conspiracy later. Okay. Okay. Anyway, huge BYU fan. Grew up a BYU fan. Um, I've gone to countless BYU games, whatnot. Um, I also grew up in Columbus, 
uh, earlier in my young childhood days. So I'm a Buckeye, huge Ohio State fan. Um, NFL team, I would say Browns. My Ooh, NFL team and the Browns. Jets, obviously now. Zach uh, Wilson. Zach Wilson. And uh, NBA team would be the Utah Jazz. Yeah, you know, I I grew up in Southern California, so I mean, but college wise, I never really had an allegiance to a Southern California college. Uh, I grew up a BYU fan through and through. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't part my loyalty like Jared over here. You know, <laughs> I, I'm 100% BYU through and through. Purist. Yeah. As for football, uh, I guess I consider myself a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, which can be hard to understand. I I understand being on. I was on the opposite coast, but you know, we we had a fun connection with Mercedes Lewis. If if you remember him, he's a great great tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you know, I had some childhood memories and everything, and some rookie cards that we still have from him and everything. So that's why I kind of became a Jaguars fan. Then, you know, our, our buddy Dan who's not here. He's a Washington football team fan, which is honestly hilarious because <laughs> at one point, you know, the Browns are actually kind of good now. Washington football team made the playoffs. Yeah. At one point, we were the fans of like literally like the three worst teams in the league. <laughs> Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, just a couple years ago. With Browns, Jags, and Washington, then Redskins football team now. Yeah. Literally the worst team. <laughs> Man, you guys are on the up and up. Yeah. Here I am, still sitting, hoping that Trevor Lawrence plays better in the regular season than he did in the preseason. Hoping Urban Meyer doesn't. Yeah, yeah, hoping Urban Meyer is an actual NFL coach <laughs> instead of a college gimmick. You know. Oh man, that's gonna be that'll be fun to watch. It absolutely will. Anyway, Dan is uh, he grew up in the East Coast. We'll have him tell more about him anyway. But yeah. He's a Duke guy, and he lost our bracket pool. And so maybe, you know what? Next time we record, let's have him be wearing an NC, uh, UNC, UNC shirt. shirt and yeah. And we could just poke fun at him the whole time. That'll, That'll hurt great. his heart. Now, here at Let's Talk, you know, we, we like making a lot, lots of bets. Obviously, not, not, not money bets. We're not, not betting not, men as not making far as money, money bets, is concerned. You know, but, you know, we'll, we'll definitely make, you know, crazy little bets. Like, you know, for example, I have the bet that... Or like, and I don't know if it's considered a bet, but like a challenge, I guess. I don't know that. I don't know. If BYU beats Gonzaga, I'm going to ski down in the and, West Coast tournament. Yeah, in, in the West Coast tournament. Yes, yes, that's right. That's right. If we are WCC champions, then I will ski down any slope at Sundance in nothing but a speedo. That'll be hilarious to watch. Should that occur? Yeah, I I might die. <laughs> but it's worth it because sports. <laughs> uh, obviously, this is what they're for. Exactly. Uh, my current bet or challenge is I haven't been drinking soda for eight months. And if you, you'll get to know, we drink soda like Thor drinks beer. <laughs> like we will down that stuff. Bactus Buller, Mountain Dew Major Melon. But I haven't been drinking for almost a, you know two-thirds of a year now because... I'm not going to drink soda until BYU beats Utah in football. Yeah, it's only a couple more weeks, right? Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, cross our fingers on that one, you know? Yeah, especially because they don't play for the next two years either, so. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot <laughs> about that. Right? They, Utah's going to play, like, Florida or something. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Go Utah. Can't I, believe that. Who are they thinking, honestly? They get two automatic wins versus BYU everywhere. Let's <laughs> get <in> Florida. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, not not automatic, not automatic. <laughs> we'll see. 
We'll see about that. We have some fun takes on what's going on in the BYU Utah world coming up. Oh yes. But let, what do you say we, we dive in? Let's let's dive into a little bit of content. You know, we're not gonna go too crazy. This is just a little pilot episode and we're waiting for Dan to get back from his honeymoon. Yep. We're just gonna get everyone up to speed where we are, fill you in on some inside jokes we got. <laughs> we love Coach O. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Yes. Ed Ogeron. What a guy. What a guy. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Joe Run, Joe Run. <laughs> All right, so let's dive right in. What do you want to start with first? Uh, should we just uh, kind of try to wrap our heads around the insanity that is the college football landscape right now? Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Do you want to start with uh, let's start with conferences, shall we? Yeah, we can let's start with the conferences. On. So oh, who knows? <laughs> over the summer, 12-team playoff is catching everybody's eye, right? Yep. And then the other bombshell, OU, Texas, you know, they're out. Making their exodus to the SEC. And then the Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC form the the Big Pac Atlantic <laughs> Alliance. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the big means nothing alliance. Exactly. <laughs> and then what? Like it. All it really meant is that the Orphan Eight are now just like swimming alone in shark-infested waters, and everyone's just like waiting to see what happens. Just heads up for Orphan 8, we're talking about the Big 12. Big tw- well, what's left well, yeah, the, <laughs> the Big 12. Yeah, the remnants of the Big 12. Yep. Poor Big 12. Yeah, you know, it's just crazy. You know, We're, we're talking about expansion. Pac-12 has already said they're not going to expand. Right. They came out with that, what was it, today or yesterday? Uh, some, yeah. Uh, with, in, this the, week. in the recent past, Pac-12 has said that they're not expanding. And even if they were expanding, it wouldn't interest us because Pac-12 will never admit a religious university Absolutely like BYU. Absolutely never. They will never, never do it. ACC and Big Ten, though, did say that they would not pilfer the Big 12. Right. And let's be honest, they have no reason to. They're, they have yeah. Ohio State and Clemson. At, yeah. what, does, what, does, what does taking Kansas away from the Big Ten, or sorry, from the Big 12 do for the Big Ten? I, I mean, only basketball. Literally only basketball, but... Yeah, I, but we know... Basketball is 4% king. of the... Yeah. Football is king. king. No. When these conference realignment things are happening they're not they're not centered around basketball absolutely not or academics pac-12 <laughs> you can just shut up <laughs> yeah all you pac-12 university presidents that think it's actually you that everyone cares about and not the revenue that your football teams are bringing in right they just yeah. they don't know that they're the laughing stock of college football <laughs> exactly <laughs> it really is so yeah we'll, we'll talk more about you know expansion what really interests us the most is what the Big 12 is going to do. Right. Are they going to invite BYU? Committee met today saying that they haven't reached out to anybody. Officially. Officially, right. But they're considering expansion. Just like OU and Texas had not reached out to anybody. (laughs) Right. Who who knows exactly what's going on there. (laughs) I mean, we got that quote that came out today. Uh, that, you know, Ben Criddle posted it. Uh, that uh, at least that's where I saw it. Right. Where you know, uh, uh, Barry Trammell. Yeah, Barry Trammell, an, an insider for for the Big Twelve, basically said, um, "Pull it up." He said that that Brigham Young is a Power Five program that just happens to not be in a Power Five conference. They are legitimate. They could fit into any league and compete very well. Something that us BYU fans have known forever. Over and something time. that I think most fans would be willing to admit. Mm-hmm. Especially after last year. Especially said, after last year. I frankly accept it to ha- expect it to happen if Brigham Young is willing to sign on. That is the big question. Because the Big 12, Orphan 8, 
<laughs> exceedingly desperate. Let's put it that way. They are the ones drowning, not BYU. Now, BYU yeah. is not That's in a true. great situation, right? Like, but they don't need to do anything right now. Whereas the yeah. Big 12, they are on the ropes. Yeah, you know, we're not in a dangerous position. We, we're able to sustain ourselves. At least for the next four years. Are we able to put ourselves in a position to really go to the college football playoff? I would argue no. Not without P5. Yeah, it, right. it puts yourself in a really, really difficult spot. You know, the only other independent that is relevant, you know, Notre Dame. They only got in once. They got in as a four seed, even though they were really good. They ended up getting trounced by a number one. Right. And, you know, that's that honestly, that's the most realistic scenario for BYU getting into the playoff as an independent. Right. Which a number four seed that gets trounced. Right. And it would still be hard because, it, let's say, BYU goes undefeated, right? With this year's schedule, undefeated definitely gets you into the, you know, it would get you at least consideration. Yeah, right? top for five at least. Top five, right? So if we do that, you, you're maybe four or five, depending on how everything shakes out. Without a conference championship game, though, I don't think that you can yeah. break it. I just don't. I just Because even Notre Dame had a conference championship game last year. Yeah, they did last year. Absolutely. And I, I completely agree with that. But we'll see what happens. Does it bring value to BYU? Money-wise? Maybe. We, I would say yes. Whether it's substantial or not. Because it could either double our revenue or it could just be like one or two million right depending on BOU's numbers yeah and something we're talking about now so much of that money is being fed into the SEC that there's less money for everyone else right yep so for you know there's going to be less money for for the big 12 of course but they have a coalition they have a group of schools they can argue they can they can get a little bit more money BYU it's a standalone even though we have a national brand you lose out enough? on that negotiation yeah. power. Yeah, because, yeah, we're alone, you know. And it's a great thing BYU went 11-1 last year because, heaven for, you know, we go 8-4 and four with that schedule last year. Yeah. There's no talk of BYU. Like, we're screwed. Last year was the year to do it. It really was. And it's really playing to our favor now. Uh, we'll have to talk about that a little bit more. Right now, let's let's move on to a, a, a different piece of the shifting college football landscape, which is the name, image, and likeness compensation. How are we feeling about it, Jared? Let's be honest. Me and you both spend ridiculous amounts of hours playing our dynasties on NCAA 14 and 13. It is absolutely true. Way too many hours. In 2037, <laughs> when EA Sports College Football comes out... That will change my life. It really will. Well, I've been waiting for this day. We've been waiting for this day for like 10 years. Yeah, we have. We have. We it's, Last time it came out is 14. Might come out in 2024, 2025. Crossing our fingers. <laughs> Decade later, you know. And, you know. and beyond the name, image, and likeness, like like the avenue it, it opens for, for the college football video game. It was a long time coming. It really was. And I want to say I'm fully in support of the NIL. Mm-hmm. You know, full-on professionalizing the sport with with salaries and everything, that's a whole different conversation. Right. But the NIL, ha, like, I can't understand why these kids weren't allowed in the past right. to profit off their name, image, and likeness. Even, like, the, the Supreme Court said that it was absolutely egregiously wrong what the NCAA right. was doing. Right. And like you said, this 
everybody has kind of known this has been the right thing for a long time. And does it bring college football closer to the NFL in deamaturizing the sport? Maybe, but it's already on the way there. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think it brings you any closer than you already are, right? Yeah, I mean, normal college kids can profit off their name, image, and likeness, right? Why? Because they pick up a football, do these kids then forfeit that right, you know? Right. Especially with the amount of money that there is in the college football world, hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of millions, of millions of dollars. Argu- arguably billions of dollars. Right. Every single year. Right. I, like the March Madness alone is a billion dollar industry, right? Yeah. Multi billion dollars. So it's just, yeah, it wasn't right to keep these kids out of the loop and all of that. Now, we are in the early stages of it. We're yet to see what's going to happen. BYU did something that was a little controversial. <laughs> uh, with Built Bar, and you know, we love Built Bar. You know, I was introduced to Built Bar really um, by you know those Cash Peterman TikTok videos. That, oh you know, yes, I I can't believe that Cash Peterman posts so many videos and stuff like that. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's great. You know, it's it's fun. But you know, him diving through Built Bars, but then all of a sudden oh, yeah. Built Bar comes and says, you know what, walk-ons, we're gonna pay for your tuition. That's great, but then people start wondering. Does that mean you have unlimited scholarships? If right. you have the boosters, if you have the donors, if you right. have the endorsement deal set up, right. do you have unlimited scholarships? Because what is Western Kentucky going to do about that? There's no way they can, you know, sponsor walk-on tuition, right? I, yeah. I mean, we don't know, but... Without, you know, without a company that really backed them, you know? Exactly. Would we have done it? Absolutely not. You know, I, I don't think that would have been even legal with the NIL. But the Built Bar partnership, it's incredible for Built Bar... It's incredible for for the walk-ons, for the you know, walk-ons. That, that can actually Huge. focus on playing the game instead of going to work for five hours after they've just competed all day in practice. <laughs> right. You know? So I I think it's a good thing. I think it'll help competition. I think kids are gonna fight harder for starting jobs because that's where the money's gonna be. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it could, in a way, level the playing field because if you know you're gonna get money at one school, but you could get better money at another school that maybe isn't as good, but you know that you'll be the starter there that could transfer portal. It's all about that starting position. Right. Right. All about that starting position. Cause you know, will a backup at Alabama make more than a starter at Western Kentucky? Probably. But will a backup at Alabama make more than a starter at Tennessee, Tennessee at Florida, UCLA? I would argue that no. Right. Because you'd be the face of that franchise. You got the local business guys coming to you saying, hey, you are now the starter of Tennessee football. We want all these deals with you, right? There are a lot of schools out there, more schools than we know, that have boosters with very deep pockets. Right, right. I don't know. I think NIL, it's a good thing. It's Obviously, there are no... Uh, there's not a leash on it yet, not really, <laughs> but we'll see where it goes. Can the NCAA put a leash on it? How long will the NCAA exist? Right. We don't even know. Big thing. That's, uh, a, that's a conversation for a whole different time. Because I think we'll, we'll go off for three hours <laughs> oh, yes. on why the NCAA should or should not exist. And you already know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> should I, not exist. I, I think everyone gets the answer <laughs> to that one, at least not in its current form. Right, right. We can. They could just be a committee of like ten guys that do the brackets for March Madness. That's it. <laughs> That's the NCAA. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so let's. We'll just give you a rundown of what this podcast is going to look like. So every. 
Tuesday-ish and Friday-ish, we'll release an episode. Tuesdays will be recaps of last week of that Saturday's action in college football, NFL, sports, you know, and then we'll cover that on Tuesdays. And then Thursdays or Fridays, there'll be more of a look ahead. Yeah, we'll be looking ahead to BYU's games, to other games that, that we find notable. We'll talk about, you know, the games that we find interesting in that week. You know, give us a little bit of leeway. You know, we are college <laughs> students here. You know, maybe we'll have finals. Maybe we'll have tests, you know. Right. So we're going to do our best to, to put out two episodes a week for you guys, you know, for all three of you that are out there, you know. <laughs> uh, we, we appreciate our listeners. And if if you're out there, you know, please, please hit us up, you know. We'll... We'll get our, our Twitter going live soon. We'll get, you know, a website going up and different ways that you guys can communicate with us. You know, we, we hope that this is, you know, an, an interactive experience. You know, we we love talking about sports. We ta- we take sports way too seriously. We know there's a lot of you out there that do the same thing. <laughs> oh, yes. Especially in the BYU community and, and the, the college football community at large. Oh, yes. So, please, you know, interact with us and let's have a good time. Let's, oh, yeah. Let's, let's talk about football. Let's talk about basketball when the time comes. Yep. And let's talk about any really anything. Really anything. Like we just we love to goof off. And you will hear wildly hot takes. <laughs> you will hear wild uh accusations. You'll hear the uh the fraud word thrown around. Oh yeah, the the big F word, fraud. The big F word. That's that's our F word is is fraud. Um yeah, but we would love we would love to interact with you guys if if there are guys or girls out there that are actually listening. To us. We believe that there. Well, we'll we'll pretend that you're there. <laughs> we pretend. You know, but uh, yeah. But, and you know, it says in order to not be nervous. You know how they always tell you to imagine your audience in their underwear. Yeah. Right now, I'm just trying to imagine that there's an audience at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't know if that's helping me right now, but <laughs> somebody's listening out there. Somebody's listening. And whoever you are, hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, uh, that's it. I, do you have anything else? You we'll know, get no. Dan on here next week. Yeah, we'll get Dan on here next week. On our next little episode, we'll we'll make sure that we go over, you know, the college football season, mainly BYU season. What's coming up? We'll a little, a little bit of season predictions, uh, a little bit of hot takes for the season. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about you know our our favorite game every week. You know, we'll talk about a lot of stuff. But you know, we wanted to keep this episode a little bit more brief. And and just kind of give it a test, give it a whirl, give it a yeah. go. And uh, we didn't want to leave you guys empty-handed, so we're going to give you guys solid 100% sure-to-hit bets for Week Zero College Football. Absolutely. Absolutely we are. Remember, these not money bets. Not money bets. Uh, <laughs> bet with your friends. Uh, Cheez-Its, Doritos. Cheese sticks. Just loves yeah, good cheese, cheese sticks. sticks. Yeah, mozzarella. Don't please don't bring a cheddar cheese stick anywhere within a fifteen <laughs> mile radius of me. But. Uh, yeah. So uh, if you do have a gambler problem, one eight hundred gambler. One eight hundred gambler. Yes, please. But see, you don't have those problems if you bet with cheese its. So see, yeah, that's, you know, maybe, maybe you just get hungry. Yeah, that's what we do. That isn't the worst thing in the world. Just so, make sure that it's not cheese its aren't the only thing that you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. First one, Nebraska, Illinois, over under 54. 54 points for Nebraska and Illinois. I would be personally smashing that under. I agree. 
I do not trust either. Both of those teams are so, I feel like, low scoring. I don't know a whole ton about Illinois, to be honest with you. You, you follow the Big Ten a little bit more as an Ohio State guy. Right. Nebraska forever has been a three yards in a cloud of dust team. And they're underwhelming. Like, mm-hmm. they they never produce. Mm-hmm. The pick, apparently, according to Pick Center, ESPN. Oh, wow. They have seven points, Nebraska. I can see Nebraska winning that game. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I don't think Illinois is at a point where it's really progressing a whole ton. Right. Whereas Nebraska, Scott Frost is really on the hot seat right now. So if <laughs> Scott Frost so. loses to Illinois, that's really bad for him. And I don't think he'll let that happen. But I think that game is going to be more of a 17-14 yeah, yep. kind of game. <laughs> Definitely agree. Under and take the fighting Illini against the spread. <laughs> anyway, next one. I'm pretty sure it's UConn-Fresno State. <laughs> UConn-Fresno State. Um, we love us in UConn. So let's just be- I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> so Fresno State is maybe like bottom tier Mountain West, right? I think we, they had a decent year last did year. They? Did they? I'm. I, don't quote me on that. Okay. Don't quote me on that. But let, let's let's look at it. Contrary to popular belief, Derek Carr does not still play for the Fresno State Bulldogs. Fresno State was sixth in the Mountain West last year. Okay. They beat Colorado State. They beat Utah State. They beat Unlove. Okay. So they're okay. So but they're then middle- they lost to New Mexico. Oh. They lost to Nevada. <laughs> so they're middle tier then. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Because they only lost to Minnesota by field goal in overtime. Oh, okay. Only lost to USC by eight. Okay, so maybe there is something to it. I'm just seeing Beat that they have incarnate a... word sixty six to zero. <laughs> Did they cover the spread on that one? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the money line is minus ten thousand. <laughs> Fresno State over under 63, and Fresno State is favored by 27 and a half. Uh, Fresno State's going to win that game, of course. UConn didn't play last year. They're going to be rusty. They're going to be really That's the bad. really, uh, I'm, I'm not going to talk about this like I'm some Fresno State or UConn expert. UConn didn't play last year. They'll be rusty. They'll be like Navy week one. Ooh, that's, that's pretty rough. <laughs> pretty rough. <laughs> All right. So you take in the Bulldogs against the spread? Yeah, I'll take the Bulldogs. Okay. Okay. With, you know, all my Cheez-Its. All your Cheez-Its. I think I'm going to take the under, too. I'm going to say it's going to be like 35-0. Yeah, you know, Fresno State, are they a huge scoring team? No, it looks like... Not really? No, it looks like they they average about mid-teens. Mid-teens, low 20s. So, yeah, no, yeah. Will they... I don't know. UConn's defense might be that bad. I don't... I guess we'll see. They did put up 66 points against Incarnate Word in 2019. So, <laughs> so Hawaii-UCLA, premier now, matchup of the week. That is the game that we are most excited about. Oh, yes. Hawaii-UCLA. Hawaii is such a wild card. Hawaii, you don't know what's going to happen. They could go out there and throw eight picks and have total a total offense of 100 yards, <laughs> or they could go out there and throw eight touchdowns with a total offense of eight or. 10,000 yards. Like, <laughs> right. Like, it's video game, right? It's yep. like you're either playing a video game on Heisman versus like varsity. Yeah. So you know, four verts every play. Right. What's going to happen? I don't know. UCLA, they, uh, 
they're they're a pretty good scoring team too. Right, right. They so can put up I feel like no matter what it is, you don't even need the reading the line. I'm smashing the over. <laughs> okay. What if I said that the the over under was sixty eight? Sixty eight. <laughs> Each team thirty four in UCLA's favorite, right? Uh, yes. By wow, eighteen. Eighteen points. So they're expecting like, wow. Yeah. That, that, that's a big margin. You know, I'd would I take the over? No, screw it. I'll I'll take the over and I'll take Hawaii more than covering that spread. Oh, okay. Outright or just close like a lot closer than 18. Like one one score game. You know what? Mm, I'll go I'll go two score game. Okay. Maybe 10 points. But they but, but they're covering definitely the covering. Okay. I am also smashing the over. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite thing to do is to bet the overs because then you just watch the game and you're just cheering for the offense the whole time. And with Hawaii, it's awesome. Of course. All right. How about this one? UTEP and New Mexico State. UTEP, New Mexico State. An old whack matchup. Wow. Um, I think a lot of people are sleeping on UTEP. Okay. They have a really good coach. And they Um, have a good running back. They played us very well last year. Very, very well. I think UTEP is... A sleeper for for a top ten G five team. Oh, okay. not not top ten in the nation, but top ten G five. So maybe a bowl win. Yeah, or at least to a bowl. Yeah, I know absolutely. I think they're going to a bowl. Okay. I think they'll dominate New Mexico State. Okay. Over under sixty. With UTEP by ten. UTEP by ten. I think sixty. Yeah, I think UTEP ten. UTEP by ten is a pick. Like you, I think UTEP will cover. Yeah, you know, I, I do think UTEP will cover. I don't think New Mexico State is that good. No, no. I, I Honestly, I don't know about the over or the under there. I don't know anything. I don't know enough <laughs> about those two teams to really kind of bet any Cheez-Its on their offense. <laughs> we are very conservative with our Cheez-Its. Yes. In some cases. <laughs> Unless it's the Hawaii-UCLA over. <laughs> then we are not. And then last one, Southern Utah and San Jose State. San Jose State... Remember, was like nine and zero last year. They were incredible they the last game. year. They were really good. You know, San Jose State. They have they have access to, to some pretty good athletes. You know, and down in California that, that don't get picked up by the big schools. Right, right. Uh, they're kind of like sleeper, sleeper recruits that end up there. Uh, Southern Utah. I, I mean, is that even an FBS program? Nope, they're FCS. <laughs> they're right? FCS. They're FCS. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, what, what's what's the spread there? The San Jose State by twenty four. I think that's pretty solid. I might go over though. Honestly, twenty four. That's that's a lot. Though. That is that's, that's a lot. Four scores, right? Um, yeah, basically. That is a lot. Um, honestly, I don't I don't know anything about Southern Utah. Neither do I. <laughs> don't know a single thing. The Except they suck. Daily Herald will sometimes say something about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Local Utah newspapers will sometimes throw <laughs> SUU's name in there. Yep. Uh, I kind of like San Jose State though for a sleeper in the Mountain West this year. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, I think they'll compete with Boise. Really? Um. Yeah. I don't. Really Boise know. had a down year last year. Yep. We'll see how they are this year. I don't know, but watch out for San Jose State. Them. Watch sports. out for San Jose State. Well, that caps uh, week zero. You better go watch it because college football is back. It's back. Big time. It's back in a big way. 
Um, I'm so, so, so happy. Oh, it feels good, doesn't it? So happy it's back. So sad I have to wait another week for BYU-Arizona. <laughs> BYU game. We will both be at that game. Yes, Jared and I will both be in Las Vegas watching the game live. So That'll be a good one. That'll yes, be great. Will. Anyway, this is us uh, signing off then for the first episode. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk. And maybe you'll take sports a little too seriously with us next time too. Let's hope so. Adios. Ciao, ciao.